0: Yeah, very well. Thanks,
1: Luke. Super weekend, wasn't it? Um, I just touched on the heat. Uh, It was obviously uncomfortable there trackside, but I think it's good that uh, we implement these hot weather policies and, of course, we've got that new technology. I know the tie-up stalls there at Randwick um, have the mist uh, just to keep the horses cool and extra veterinary staff were trackside at the weekend to just make sure everything ran smoothly.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Um, Horse welfare, of course, has to come first. But um, it was quite comfortable, especially there in the the stalls. Uh, We weren't Mm. in till late. But, um, no, it was very well done. Very well done
1: by yourself with a treble there. Uh, I know you had winners elsewhere as well at Eagle Farm uh, with a double. We'll touch on all winners. And how have they all pulled up, uh, most importantly, Chris?
0: Yeah, no, they have all appeared to have come through their respective runs quite well.
1: Lock Eagle, Uh, we know he's a a horse with a big engine, and to win the Group 2 Ingham, uh, that makes him exempt from ballot for some good races too. Uh, talk us through the run. He had the lightweight. Barrier 18 didn't look great on paper, but Dylan was able to get the job done.
0: Yeah, he was. Obviously, third emergency, so we are probably even surprised to gain a start in some ways, but on a good surface, a big money race. But, um, he was aided by a lovely ride from Dylan from, a, from an orchid alley. He ran really well in the gong. Um, he had a Ordinary Gate there as well and just got posted. But I was able to find some cover there on Saturday and probably made the difference. Correct me if I'm wrong, it's the Doncaster that he's
1: now exempt from ballot from, is it? That is correct. Is that a race that you'd, you'd be very interested in now?
0: Ah, oh, look, you, you've got to think that way. Look, to be fair, to, with all due respects to the Ingham, it's, um, it's another grade to, the, to a Doncaster. But um, he races well at Randwick and he's got a. He's got a free ticket, so I'd suggest that he's heading that way at some stage.
1: You've trained plenty of Group 1 winners. Has he got what it takes to, to maybe make that next step and, and get to that level?
0: Um, probably haven't really thought of him as a Group 1 horse, but um, again, being a handicap, he runs a strong mile at Randwick, so he can handle all types of conditions. So he's capable on soft soft or firm ground. So he kicks a few boxes, but he's probably got to go to another level to win at Doncaster or so.
1: I understand uh, Brutinell was good at the weekend. I, I host the Saturday Racing HQ show, and I was inundated with texts about this horse at the weekend. Uh, I'm not sure if it was a, uh, the ownership group or just the punters out there who were keen on him, but they were absolutely spot on because he got the business done, and he's a horse that's got a, a great winning record and will
0: to win, Chris. He has. You know, he's got that good racing style. He puts himself on speed, and he's hard to run to get past. Uh, they come in and move the side, and he's able to hold them off. Mm. Um, yeah, as you said, he's... He's got a really good winning record, so um, just trying to keep him in that that vein of form. He's not a big, robust horse, is he? But
1: has he thickened up any more or at all as an older horse now, as he turns four?
0: Not much. No, no. he's a lighter framed horse. He doesn't turn too many heads in the enclosure. He never really looks great in the coat either. So, um, but as I said, he, he's a real winner uh, and he can carry weight even for a little horse. So um, we'll probably try him at a better level in the. But, uh, a listed race at Canterbury on um, New Year's Day appears a track that suits
1: him. Uh, we know he's won there previously too. That's right. So he's promised won a benchmark seventy-eight, and in fairness, it looked a, a nice race for her. But they've got to go out and do the job, Chris.
0: Yeah, she just had to do that little bit of work in the early stages. But um, the two leaders, they controlled the race pretty well between them. Looked a race and two a long way from home. Um, she's under Nash's vigour, was able to get there on the line. Um, she'll. We'll give her a chance in, in better company now in the belt of the turf at Gosford in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, it looks a nice race for her, that over the
1: 1,600 metres, which she won at at the weekend. In Brisbane at the weekend, Wellinga Freefall was a winner of that summer provincial race. It was a no-metropolitan affair. He's won the four races now. Are you thinking provincial championships in the back of your mind, or is there a long-term plan with him?
0: Yeah, no, very much provincial championships, but he, he may have one more run. Um, he can He can afford to win another race. Uh, and go into a heat as a Class 5 horse. So um, he may have another run there in a couple of weeks' time. We'll, we'll just see how he does. Um, he reacted well. Saturday fresh. He, he just, we've tried him a couple of times at the 15.50 at Canterbury. He's just failed. So a little drop back and trip was um, was what he needed there, and, and he, he won well. Been a work in progress, this guy, but he's a, a beautiful mover for a big horse,
1: isn't
0: he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's got a lovely action um, Yeah, he could probably show up in a provincial championship this year. Went went through it last year, but probably a bit more seasoned now.
1: It's a good weekend for Australian Bloodstock. Dream Hour was able to win that Gateway race uh, for four-year-olds up there. Uh, I I haven't seen that race, but it appears it came from back.
0: Uh, Talk us through it. Yeah, um, first time in Blinkers. Got a lovely run in the second half off a good tempo and um, got to the outside, which I think he appreciated. Let down really well. It was pretty pretty good win in the finish, to be fair to him. Um, uh, he's the horse that's always shown us a little bit of a stew purchase by the boys. And, and um, they got him a free ticket into a Stradbro, probably similar to what we're talking about. Lock Eagle, they'd have to improve again. But um, mm-hmm. still, when you can get there with no weight, it's probably a nice option to have up his sleeves.
1: Yeah, good weekend for Australian Bloodstock. Obviously, their business is uh, a big one now, and they're always looking to purchase new horses.
0: Always, yeah. No, they, they don't miss much, um, whether it be here or overseas. So they're always they're always keeping an eye on the form throughout and um, trying to identify the right horse, which they invariably do most of the time.
1: You debuted a filly yesterday at Hawkesbury called Octavian Treasure, just beaten in a tight photo, um, had barrier two, raced on the fence, which maybe as the day rolled on, that wasn't 100% ideal. Um, she'd been trialling up
0: well. Do you have any time for
1: her? Yeah, nice
0: little filly. She'll improve with that race experience and... Um, She's got a good racing style and she's certainly capable of going on from from yesterday.
1: Where's Ben Jetta up to? Because uh, I know she was beaten at Scone there last time out, but I thought that was a pretty savage bias and uh, she was impressive at the Beaumont prior. You tested her at sort of that metropolitan listed level as a two-year-old. What's the next race for her, Chris? Yeah, she probably goes back to Scone um, next Tuesday. OK, so we'll keep an eye on her for Skane next Tuesday. A couple of acceptances today at Tun Curry that you've pulled out, but you go to Tamworth with a couple tomorrow. Race one, number eight, Naro. He's at a mile, now third up from a spell. Looks a nice race for him.
0: Yeah, he's been looking for the mile. Um, as you said, third run in, his lead-up runs have been nice and should be hard to beat there. And race
1: four, she's got teeth. Are you going to run from the draw? She'll run, uh, a little bit limited, but
0: if you have any luck from the draw, she'll run, run OK
1: improve this preparation, or are you just sort of
0: um, unsure? Unsure. I haven't seen a great deal of improvement yet. I understand.
1: Mate, appreciate your time. It was a good weekend for the stable, and obviously these summer months, there's there's still good racing on, isn't there? Uh, the carnival's over, but it just rolls on.
0: Oh, it certainly does. You know, um, you know good prize money races every every day, really. So um, mm-hmm. yes, certainly uh, a good good time to be involved.
1: Anything a chance for
0: the Magic Millions? I know you've
1: got Chili Philly Nom for the, the 1,400 three-year-old guineas, but maybe she's a, a short courser at this stage.
0: Um, yes, yeah, she'll possibly go there Wednesday. We'll see where she sits in that, that three- and four-year-old race. Um, and you touched on Lock Eagle before, she will probably go to the um, the 1,400 metre race.
1: Yeah, OK, so that's, that's both Wyong next week,
0: those two horses likely to line up. No, sorry, Lockheed at the Magic Moons in the 1400 on the oh, main day. Oh, my apologies. Yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. yeah. That'd be the
1: one of those... Uh, the yeah, of Cup, course. I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, the Cup, that's right. Yeah, OK, look forward to seeing him up there. And just touching on, on that chilly-filly, because I called that race at Wyong, and they, they set a pretty good speed in that race, and she was timed between runs, and we know your style of training that there would have been a little bit more in the tank. Uh, are you excited by her? I know you're yeah. her for Billy Slater, an ownership group, which, which would be yeah. a bit of fun.
0: Yeah, really nice filly. Um, as you said, they went very hard up front, which um, left them vulnerable, the two leaders late. So um, I think you'll see a nice improvement. Terrific, but,
1: mate. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Luke. Cheers, mate.